All right. What's happening, people? What's up, guys? We are back. Daddy issues once again. And we got Keon's kids in the building. Again, I can't get rid of them. They in here snacking and chewing, chilling and watching, grabbing, touching. And, you know, just being kids. Every week they still here. Kendrick was grabbing, uh, you know, his brother's shoes and his own shoes, you know, while while snacking on uh, the snap peas and reaching for his beverage and getting it. Kids got it made, man. He just right. reached for his beverage and then our producer, Maya, just grabbed it for him, man. And then he gave it to her. Now he's trying to slap it out of her hand, put it back on the table. <laughs> and now he's gonna reach for it again. I'm sure. You know what I'm saying. I ain't got nothing. Your brother has a snap piece, bro. When does this end, though? When When does it become? Get your own drink, boy. Well, soon he gets his <laughs> own. He'll get his own stuff. Yeah. I was even though he was sick. I was just like, get it yourself. Man. Right. He was. He was weak too, and I didn't care. <laughs> I'm not a good caterer, man. I'm trash. I'll be like, man, you all right? You alive? Yeah, I'm trash. He's he's bubble boy over here. He's always sick. Yeah. Like I told I told Cody I was like we can never move because we live five minutes from the hospital. I was like we gonna be there every right. week. It's a, it's his Godfather, man. It's, it's trash. So sickly. Because this time it was a virus. It lasted like four or five days. It's the Godfather, man. Coming out of both ends. You gave him a sickly Godfather. You know what was annoying is that his his mood was still regular. Yeah, he was just trash on the week tip. So he was like water. <laughs> <laughs> Then he'd be laughing. He only had one day where he was like whining a lot. And yeah. Like, that was the day we took him in. Uh-huh. He was like, it hurts. And I didn't want, I didn't want a thing like last time where his lungs was closing. Right. So once he said it hurt, I was like, let's just get a Let's scramble it. over there. And it was nothing. It was like, it's a virus that's been going around. Okay. Like, Kids are filthy. Kids are filth, man. Right. Look how they're living. Yeah, like they sharing. Neither one of them have washed their hands. Because Kendrick was just touching the bottom of the shoes. Yeah. Now he just grabbed the snack. Kids are care. filth, Disgusting. <laughs> They don't know what's going on. I used to be filthy, so yeah. I get it. I was a dirty kid for a long time, man. I actually wasn't. I was like, for a long time, I was like, it took a girl to be like, you smell like booty. And I was like, all right, two showers a day. You know what I'm saying? I used to get mad at Keith all the time. Like, you need to, you need to take a shower all week. Yeah. He'd be like, it's summer vacation. Yeah. Like, that means you ain't got a shower. I didn't go anywhere. Uh, he, that's what that was the for. mindset. Like, I don't smell nothing. Not knowing that, you know, we out here just musty. How were your kids growing up? Were they the clean ones or the Serene, like, you know it took it took Sincere a while, but like Serene got on the shower tip. You know, it, it's usually girl connected. I was about to say, whoever likes girls first, right. like, I like girls early. Yeah. So I was like, I gotta be like I hate it. We if we missed like a haircut appointment, I was pissed. Yeah, because you out here looking scraggly yeah, for the lady. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> My mom was like, it's just another week. I was like, you know what happens in another week? Yeah, the week is crucial. That's a long time. That's a little, you out here looking like James Brown. And that was back that when you had flat tops. At, <laughs> I look like Eddie Kane by the end yeah, of the, the week. the unruly flat top. <laughs> it was destroyed. Yeah, man. Um, Serene was first with the showers and stuff like that. Now, anytime I hit him up, what you doing? I'm in the shower. You know what I'm saying? It took Sincere a while. Sincere's always been low key and not really caring about his appearance. Like, he's like, oh, I don't matter. Did you brush your hair? He's like, nah. yep, that was what's Keith. the point? So, but now, Sincere's in that shower. So he'll take. You got it. a girl now, man. You got a girl. Like it, it happened even before. It was like I would say he started showering really to where we didn't have to tell him. Probably like last year. Yeah, he was prepping. Yeah, it was he, like, somebody yeah. at that school. He was like, 
I got a shower. Yeah, yeah, I got a, I got a bathe. Because once that girl told me I smelled like booty, I was in the shower. I didn't even like her like that. It was yeah. just, it was hard hitting. Yeah. It was a reality check that I needed, and I appreciate it to this day. Her name was Kenya Jones. <laughs> Shout out to Kenya Jones Kenya, if you out there listening. Making Tony's pits bearable. Man, dog. Since the 9-9. You smell like booty. And like, I didn't know about the washing of the booty part. What? I, I, I really didn't know. I just, I just kind of grazed the area, but, you know, you take dumps and you just chilling. Nah, man. I didn't really get in there. Well, that was like, my mom's emphasis. She was like, you better scrub your crap. Yeah. That was like, that was like her main. <laughs> scrub the crap. That was her main thing. Yeah. It was like, do your chores, do your homework, scrub the crap. Scrub the crap. It was crack. posted on the wall. That's a great room. motto. Scrub your crack. She had a big paddle just up in the <laughs> office like, scrub your crack. It's everywhere. That's a great motto, man. And that's a, that's what everybody needs in life. That's, that's why I understand comedians, they be taking dumps before they perform. And they just be up there with the shitty booties. Well, I can understand if you got baby wipes on you all the time. Well, they, 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 they ain't nobody rocking the baby wipes. You know, I like do. That. I, got, I, I know you do. But yeah. like, the comedian as a whole, yeah, nah, he ain't got no baby wipes. They up there with They the, got a different mentality. My boy told me his... <laughs> His dad just told him, because I was at his house and I had baby wipes. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for that. I just wipe till I bleed. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. What? What kind of? First of all, this, that's the 7-Eleven toilet <laughs> tissue. That's the Scott's tissue roll. I was like, what? To be bleeding? Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the way. I mean, I guess that's clean. You get brand new skin. I mean, yeah. That old man. skin but you is got gone. a raw ass now. Yeah. You just got they a don't bloody, care. They, they, bloody crack. These are the same guys who worked in the, the coal mines and the factories. Yeah. They don't care. They they really don't. Their whole bodies is numb. They don't have no feeling left. They ain't even they ain't even wiping the coal mine. <laughs> they took a dump, shelled coal in there, and kept it moving. Just packed it up. Yep. Keep the work going. Seared it like a cut-off wound when they got it. Then <laughs> <laughs> they burn it. Ah, and then they just take Back it. to work. Right. Man, anyway, y'all, uh, um, that's what's going on in the world. I feel like I haven't seen my boys in a while. I was watching um, Kev on stage. They went out of town, so me and Sabrina were holding their kids down. And their sons are 12 and 10. So easy, easy kids, man. Yeah, Some boys like are just easy. These kids are well mannered, easy going. I was like, "What y'all want to do this weekend?" I'm just cool with playing video games. And like, boys are simple, man. He's These like, kids Yo. crack me up because they always got their shirts off. Yeah, they be chilling in the house. They be just like, yeah, we at the house. You know, they get the snacks whenever they want to. They just go in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Not a lot of asking for anything. And you know, they ate polite. You know what I'm saying? Putting the dishes in the sink. Kev out here raising good kids. They raising fantastic kids, man. So, so the so the work was easy. I was like, oh man, you kids are great. Do people call him Kev on stage? Cause I just call him Kev. Okay. They call him Kev. They call him. Some people call him Kev on stage, like if they see him in the airport. They call him Kev. Some people don't know that it's Kev and not Kevon. Yeah. Because they think it's just you know Kevon is his name. Yeah. You know the Kev on stage part. So, um, but yeah, they call him Kev. Kev Fredericks, man. But yeah, man, so so we watched them from Thursday through like Monday morning. Took them to school. Uh JoJo had two soccer games Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, man, he's fast, man. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's uh he's fast on that soccer field. I wonder who you got that from. Melissa. Oh, okay, yeah. Melissa it definitely uh, ain't Kev on if you watch. Kev is faster than you think, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. when he, when we he, he raced uh Josh and uh I don't know if we was in Philly or Indiana. 
They raised Josh ended up pulling some, but Kev's faster <laughs> than you think. But Melissa smoked us on the on the rocky steps. Oh yeah, we ran up the rocky steps. Melissa just smoked all of us, and I was like track. And then her parents ran track big time. Oh uh, okay. Even her pops now is like, like mad slim yeah. and lean. I was like, yeah, because Joe was killing. I was like, man, he out here. He got two goals on Sunday. Mm-hmm. What's going down, man? You know what I'm saying. And then you know I'm back to the you know abandoned fathers club once again. You know what I'm so you I'm had, I'm, I'm banded by while, four man. four kids now, and then you know when when Keon's kids get older and they hanging out with me, they gonna abandon me too. So I'm gonna be six deep in the abandonment. You know what I'm saying? So I'm used to this life, man. This is who I am. Yeah, you know, out there alone. Wolf. I come in like Mary Poppins, make a connection, and then I get abandoned. Except Mary Poppins is the one that flew away on the families. That's what I need to start doing, flying away with an umbrella. umbrella. Yeah, <laughs> and my feet away. turned out. <laughs> Mary Poppins is dope. What do you got way. on stage like that? All right, guys. Tony, <laughs> you just <laughs> it off with the what the, Look at his feet, though. But there's no, there's nothing here. You just hit the roof. Yeah. <laughs> you come back down. Okay, I'm still here. Sorry, right. guys. Come outside and watch me float <laughs> off to the distance. They remaking Mary Poppins, by the way. Are they? It's like a sequel. It's got word, word is the early buzz that is good. It's, uh, I mean, that was a really long time ago. It ain't like they make like how they doing now where they're making sequels from like right. the 90s. Like that was a long time ago. Oh, yeah, man. It was yeah. the 60s, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Mary Poppins was dope, though. Julie Andrews is still around, too. Shout out to her. Anyway, man. Uh, so apparently, Americans are having fewer kids nowadays. Um, the birth rate is at a record low for the second consecutive year. The New York Times polled people and asked why. People said that <laughs> kids are too expensive. Respondents also stated that they want more time with the kids than they, than they already have, and they want more leisure time. The fertility rate is currently 1.8, below the replacement level of 2.1. And, uh, you know, I do, do you think it's a problem that the, that the birth rate is declining? No. Do you think people are right to avoid having kids for these reasons? Yeah, I'm I'm running on fumes right now. I feel like it's up it's it's up to the parents, yeah, individual. And the, but then you got people who's I just had my my homeboy just had his fourth, fifth. Uh-huh. So you got people doing that. So let the people who ain't having none. Right. It's gonna balance out. Right. Some people out here are cranking them out. Yeah, man. Five. Wait, five. He's on his fourth or fifth, but I know he said he's getting. Um, Surgery. He's, oh, he's uh, snipping yeah, it up. He, he's like, all right. This is, <laughs> he said because the pullout method is shaky, man. I, I survived on that for years. Yeah, but it, it's still like, especially when you when you with the same woman, man, in and out, man. Sometimes you just want to stay in there. Well, that's what happened. The, the day I stayed in, she was pregnant two weeks later. Oh wow! Like instantly. Y'all don't y'all don't have the the fertility app. She don't like. Oh no, we didn't do that. There's an app you can use, yeah. and uh, you know. They say it's accurate, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I'll be out there later. <laughs> so you always pull out and just stop dropping rope. Yeah, I'll just be out of there, man. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, man, I just want to lay in there, man. Yeah, I mean, I love the land. land is the better. land is extravagant. Because with my ex-wife, you know, it was she had the, the birth control. So it was just stay in city. You know most people do that wrong? They do it wrong? Yeah. Most people don't know that it doesn't kick in until like the week after you start taking it. Oh, you talking about the pills or the one yeah. they put inside? Oh, she had that. She had the ones inside. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it was it was it was staying in the city for mad long, oh, yeah. and nothing ever you know transpired. 
But that's staying. Staying, man. It's glorious. You just man. Just out. stay in. Oh, it's so warm out. in there. It's so comforting. Yeah. So I, you know, so that's how you get the big family. Yeah. You're like, oh man, I stayed in. And then sometimes you get caught in the moment. And she likes staying. You like, yeah. you know what? I am gonna stay. In. They be wanting us to stay in. Yeah, they do. But man, you know, sometimes you just got to stop the road. Yeah, I'd be like, nah, it ain't worth it. I'm, I'm thinking about getting surgery. Yeah. Because it's reversible. I thought know? about the snip as well. Yeah, it's reversible. I just don't feel. Ah. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt for like three weeks too. That's a long time. Oh, three weeks? That's what I heard. Oh, uh, I could be wrong. I'm out, man. That's a long time. I won't be hurting for three comfortably. weeks. Yeah. As much as I like going to the gym and stuff too. Yeah, but the snip would help. The snip. Oh, uh, if I snip, I'm gonna be reckless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, um, like for me, two, two is good for me. Like you know, sometimes I do want a third, but um, you know. Two is a good number, you know what I mean. And we we long gone from the days of like you know got a family. It was eight of us. It was it was yeah. twelve of us. It was re, uh, my ex wife, her her parents, her mom. I think it's like twelve of them, maybe fourteen. Don't drink that, um, Kendrick. Kendrick was on his way to do something unsanitary. Yeah, young not after out. not after Bubble Boy. Yeah, but um. Yeah, man, that type of family, like 14 kids. Yeah, First of all, shout out to the mom. Oh, moms back in the day were real. When women today complain about stuff, I'm sorry, no shade to y'all, but I, older ladies be looking at y'all like, shut up. <laughs> they used to have kids while chopping wood for yep. the dinner. And the babies came out sideways. With, with babies on both sides. The babies came boobs. out sideways back in the day. They didn't come out head first. They came out sideways. They rolled out. Just fell out of there, man, and they went fly. to work, and they walked immediately, just yeah. like deer. And they like, got jobs. Know, the babies out. just staggered around, and then you know they started walking. Let me be having one kid today, like I'm exhausted. <laughs> Let me back there be looking at him like she don't know what exhausted is. Yeah. One lady laughed in Cotty's face. We had just she was pregnant with Kendrick. Uh-huh. We only had Keelan, and she was an older lady, like super old black lady, super cool. And she was like, I'm so tired. She just laughed at it. <laughs> she was like, girl, I had six kids and I was in school and working. <laughs> God, he just shut down. Huh? <laughs> she went to sleep. She like, had nothing. Yeah, she, had, she, laughed, like, she, she giggled like, that's cute. Yeah. And she was like, girl, please. And then she ended up like, she, when she told her her story, though, she was, this lady was amazing. Right. Like, she ended up getting her degrees and she taught her own kids. Uh-huh. And then her grandkids. And she still worked, took care of the, the every. It was dope. I was like, this lady's a superhero. Some people are amazing, man. They she just really built for this life. Definitely, you, you find what you love to do, man. And like, I like to see that, man. People loving what they do. They focus. They go to school. They work. You know, raising the family. That's a lot. Yeah. And for her to do it so successfully, that's super dope. Because I feel like we might be getting lazier out here as a people. We definitely are. All the everybody wants help like my goal is to never get a nanny mm. that's my goal if i get that busy yeah I, I might have to rethink some things or something i don't know my goal is to never get a nanny yeah like, i don't want one not knocking anybody who has them i just don't want one right i want somebody else raising my kids i understand if you're like you know in a, an insane situation like you super paid always busy you got five kids Right. You can't give them the attention they need, whatever. You might need a little help, but that's my goal is to never have one. No nannies. Nah, man. Mm-hmm. I want to raise them. 
the no nanny life. There's a lot of nannies out here making their money. Well, yeah, Hollywood. This is nanny city. Making their money. Sometimes I, when I hear some certain people's stories, I'm like, okay, you did need a nanny. Right. Because you know there ain't no grandmas around like that. That's right. why nannies are replacing grandmas, mm-hmm. per se. But some of them, I'm just like, you just sound lazy. Like, you don't like your kids. Your grandmas, your grandparents be tired. They be like, yeah. I already did my time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get a nanny. Because my mom, my mom is like, she running overtime. Like, because my, my, my brother, just he's going through a, you know, a divorce. So my mom is, you know, putting in the work with the kids when my brother works and stuff like that. So she she on the job over there. So I'm like, ah, yeah. man. You know what I mean? She thought she had put in her retirement. She thought she was out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But he pulled me back in. Every time I'm out. Mm-hmm. So she back in the mix, man. Because, you know, my, my brother has two kids, a boy and a girl. Uh, Pharaoh's about 12, 13. And uh, my niece is like uh, five. So, you know, the five-year-old, kind of high maintenance. She's a girl. She likes to, you know, she's going to be asking you stuff, you know, always an assignment to do. Can I have this? What are you doing with this? You know, my nephew, he's just like, games? That's all he <laughs> needs. But uh, so, yeah. And she's like the the, the token girl because we all had boys. My mom only had boys. We all had boys. And then my niece was like the first girl on the scene, not counting my nephew. Yeah, my nephew has a girl, but like, and like you know, just seeing the the difference, even with her, even with my one niece, it's like she was, you know, you had to be doing something for her. Yeah, yeah, they kind of do their own thing. Yeah, and that's that's the beauty about these kids being so close in age. You got they can do their own thing, entertain one another. Yeah, I love it right now. I mean, I know they're gonna go through their little spats. Sometimes I gotta watch them, like. I'm still on watch, even when they doing their own thing. Because yeah. I'll look over and he got him in a headlock. Right. I'm like you choking him out, man. But he thinks he's like playing. I'm like he's right. way bigger. Than he that. can't breathe. <laughs> so your brother's a- blue right now. I thought he was just playing. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed though. Ever since, like the older they get, it's making both of them tougher. Because okay. Keelan, like, is a, he's a quiet, chill, passive kid. Right. But ever since Kendrick, like he be like today, it's this kid at his little uh, program that he go to. Mm-hmm. And he's one of them like he'd be loud and aggressive trying to take stuff. Keelan wasn't having it. Yeah. He tried to take a ball. He was like, no. He snatched the ball. He was like, oh. <laughs> and the other kid was like, oh, okay. All right. I was like, oh, you ready for school now? Yeah. You can, you can go do it. He let him know. Yeah, he's soft out here. Huh? He doubled up too. And then this one, he because he's the younger one, he he'd be ready to go and he, can't nobody take nothing from him. Right. He's like, the only person that could bully me is my brother. Right. If he's an outsider, he'd be, he'd be ready to go. Yeah. That's funny, man. I used to throw stuff at my, my like my brothers. I would never tell on my older brothers, but I would attack them if they got on my nerves. Like my mom would just remember me, like you know, she hear the kids in the living room and she would hear me like, "Stop, stop!" <laughs> she just saw the truck fly across the living yeah. room, and then I'd just be like, "What happened in here?" <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't tell what happened. I'd just be breathing. So yeah, it was a the little brother syndrome. Was like man, we be ready, we just be ready. Yeah, you know, just yeah. leave me alone, especially me, man. Just leave me alone, man. And the, and the times I would try to play with my brother, like you know, we would try to, I would try to play GI Joes with him. We would always have a difference in creative direction on the battle. Oh yeah, and then you know, fights would occur from there. But but he got you got a couple years, all right. He had me by like five. Yeah, so he he was way older. 
But uh, I used to fight him all the time, man, because he, you know, my oldest brother, he was always doing his own thing. But Scott was there, and you know, I would get mad and attack. I used to have a temper, but I probably still got it. But it's so, it's so rarely popping up nowadays. Let's be like, chill. My my dad has a temper, and my little brother has a temper, and his kids have mm-hmm. a temper. His middle one is she's insane. She scares me. <laughs> she's insane. Yeah. Cause his older one, like I guess, you know, she was dealing with a bully, uh-huh. and uh, he was like, you know, you don't let people take stuff, blah blah. So he asked the middle one, he's like, what you gonna do if somebody try to take something? He's like, I'll scratch their eyes out till they bleed. What? I was like, what? <laughs> she was hanging out with that comedian, his wife until he bleeds. Insane. Wow. Man, dog. what's up with this till it bleeds? I was like, that's what? the name of this episode, till it bleeds. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Man, that's I was like, that's you. Because my brother would fight at the drop of a hat. Yeah, he was a fighter all the time because he was the youngest. Right. I would say out of the three of us boys, um, I would say my middle brother has the quickest temper. Like his road rage is insane. <laughs> I'd be like, what are we doing? Are we really chasing somebody down? What are we doing, man? I, and I was just like, man, this this temper of yours is, is, is extravagant, you know. But the only time, like, my temper is a quick flare-up. Like, I remember the first time I cussed in front of my mom. Um, this dude cut her off, and then when she honked, he flipped her off. And I slid out of that dr- uh, passenger seat window. Oh, you better put your fucking hand down. And then I was like. She was laughing. We followed the the car too. And then we we lost it, but she was down for the scrap. But that was the first time like I cussed that hard. I was like, uh, sorry. Yeah, but I, you know, I ain't, I ain't, I never, I never witnessed disrespect of my mom at that level before. Yeah, like, oh, you better put your fucking hand down. <laughs> I was all the way out the car too, booty cheeks on the on the window piece. <laughs> Yeah, man. Mine's quick, and then I get over it quick. Mm-hmm. So I'll snap fast, and then yeah. I'm like, ah, it's not that serious. The cool down is quick. Yeah, the cool down is super quick, but the build up don't take long either. Yeah, I kind of got a um, a slower build up, and then a slower cool down. Yeah. Like, cool be down. I'll be mad for like two weeks. Oh no, I'll get over like <laughs> like that's why we don't have like at the house we don't have really. Sp- like when we get into it, it's so fast. Yeah. Like and I'll be, she might linger on it, but then I'll be like, "All right, so you trying to watch this show?" Yeah. She's like, "No, nah, I'm still mad at what you said earlier." Right. I was like, "Well, you know." <laughs> <laughs> When's uh, Cody's birthday? April twenty sixth. Okay, she a Taurus just like me. She be helping me. They say they say Tauruses have tempers and like you know we be holding grudges and stuff and. Well, I mean, she's got nowadays. She don't really. She'll get over it. Yeah. And then I, if I did something, I'll acknowledge it. Like, yeah, that was that was love. That's what we be wanting. Like, we be wanting just give us the acknowledgement and some yeah. sort of remorse. Oh, she now the remorse thing that will cause another thing because I'll be like, you know what, you're right, blah blah. She's like, I don't feel like you mean it. Like, don't <laughs> tell me what I mean. If I say it, that's what I meant. Take it. Yeah. I was like, don't try to dig for something else. I'm telling you this is what I meant. Yeah. 
We be, I, don't, I don't like people tell me what I mean or what I felt. Or I'm like, I'm telling you this. Right. So don't interpret it for something else. Mm-hmm. This is it. I'm giving it to you. <laughs> okay. There's no pop quiz behind this. There's no. This is it. When you tell her that, she goes. Like, <laughs> she looking like. I want more. <laughs> she looking like. She be looking like Hector Salamanca. <laughs> she be hitting the button. Bing, ding, 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 ding. He just be breathing no, be no so verbal. Mad. He be hot. <laughs> I would hate to be that temperamental and I can't talk or do nothing because he is always mad. He have his spit flight out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. He be done. What? What you want to say? Huh? Yo, he need his own podcast. What are you talking about? <laughs> 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 that was nothing. He came in. He came it was in abstract. He came you know in with the uh, yeah. Now that the heat is on, nah, let me think shut about it, down. it. But let's go to some questions, man. To the people. Yeah. Speaking of the people, uh, shout out to Smokey McWallace. That sounds like a character name. That's your real name, Smokey, Smokey McWallace? McWallace. Wow, that's a that last name. Mick Wallace, that is that sounds like character. Like that sounds like somebody you owe money. Man, we went down. You know who that belonged to, right? Smokey Mick Wallace. That oh, last that Smokey stuff, <laughs> right? <laughs> this is, I didn't know Smokey. If I'd have known that was your stuff, I'm a representative for Mister Mick Wallace. Yeah, and he wants his goods. Well, shout out to Smokey Mick Wallace and Dree Dree Twelve Twelve. They're expecting children. Okay. Yeah. Wait, they expecting children? They got twins. I mean, I don't know. Oh, they, just, okay. they said they was having kids. Oh, uh, okay. Well, there it is. Best of luck. Healthy baby to you. All right, let's see. Quindice Banks asks, what would y'all do if you found out your kids committed some type of crime? Would you say something? We did this already. Somebody else asked this before. Because we said we wasn't snitching. Then we went to the whole Pablo Escobar oh, yeah. rant. So yeah. you wasn't watching, Quindice. <laughs> you didn't ask the question that we unless you knew right could if be you knew new. you got to go back a couple episodes yeah we, we definitely said. tackled that question yeah but on the quick sum up we not snitching yeah, on the we're kids not snitching. but we not condoning that we're activities. not condoning the lifestyle or you know accepting gifts or you know taking a mansion if we know it's drug money but at the same time we not snitching on the kids we just yeah. don't we don't want no parts of the business just to clarify uh, Quindice's question about the type of crime, if our sons committed a crime or whatever, if they were serial killers, they getting turned in. Yeah, I got turned in. Yeah, they, they got bodies. Hella bodies. Bodies in my basement? Yeah. Oh, you, you, you gotta go. You, you gotta, like you said, man, you could be next. Yeah. And I just can't have you out here just taking bodies. Because there was a serial killer that was killing women and then he eventually killed his mom because his mom was the the cause yeah. of, you know, who he was. So it's like, you know, you think you're safe out here. Now nah, I'm turning the kids nah, in. They out here killing people. You're done, Absolutely. son. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. I still go visit you. I'm like, watch it. What were you doing? <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> what did I do wrong? Where yeah. did we go What's it wrong? What's it mean? I didn't get you no cereal. Cereal? <laughs> no, you're a cereal killer. But, like, yeah. So we doing that for sure. We we turning the kids in on the, on the killer tip. Yeah. Keon asks, hey, I like your name, man. It's spelled different, but I like it anyway. 
Uh, what are your thoughts about fire firearms in the home with kids? If you're for it, do you wait till the kids are older? Do you teach them how to safely operate a firearm? Do you feel no guns is the safest way to go? I recently moved to Fargo, North Dakota. Fargo. And notice that they teach kids about guns early in life. I think no guns in the house is the safest thing. But uh, I'm not really opposed opposed to guns and kids as long as they know the ramifications of what guns can do and that you got a safe in the crib for the guns. If you're just going to have the guns in the case with a key in the house, that's not going to cut it. I feel like you need everything. Yeah, I feel like you need a safe with with an access code. And like and teaching them early is is key. Let yeah, let, if you're gonna have them. them yeah, if you're gonna yeah. have them as early as possible, let them know how dangerous the guns are. When you respect the gun, that's when kids that's know. Is, like, yeah. oh man, this is I better you know have it aimed down. You know, when kids think it's all you know movie magic, that's when they're gonna start fumbling. And and then, and also too, man, like the thing I don't like about guns is it gives people a chip on their shoulder in many cases. And not in many cases, but just like in many cases, they'll be like, you know, they're more liable to act tough, go out and shoot, take a gun to school, you know, whatever. Everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people get tougher than they really are just because yeah. they had a firearm. Yeah, I'm not I'm not for that. Because like, I like shooting. I've gone shooting. I've gone skeet shooting. It's, it's I've great gone, time. It's fun. Yeah. Um, as far as having one in the house... I don't feel I need it. Yeah. Like, truth be told, I'd be like, eh. That's how I feel, too. Um, But if I was able to purchase one to go out and do shooting at the range or whatever with, it would be super locked up. Oh, man. It'd be like a it'd be like but a when safe. But I would take, you know, if, they, if they're interested in like, oh, you're going shooting, yeah. you know, I would be like, all right, let's learn about this. Right. Myself included, you know, I wouldn't just have it lying around. Right. Unless I know how to. I'm not, I'm not anti-gun, though. I'm anti. I'm like, not anti-gun, either. But I don't I don't like the like the passion everybody has behind it though. Right. We need gun. No, we don't. Like I posted a question, and it was said you know one's got to go, and it was beer, steak, sex, and guns. Right. Mm. And I just figured everybody would be like guns. It said one would be gone forever, and right. a lot of people was like beer. You know. Yeah. And beer like, is my choice. And so I thought about it, and I understand. I read the question as if we had to get rid of one thing on earth that could never be here. Yeah. So I said guns. Uh-huh. What do I like the least? Beer. Right. So I understand why people were saying beer. Because at right. first I was like, why do y'all think guns are necessary? People dying. Then I was like, yeah. somebody explained what they read it as. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Well, that's, then beer. that's how I took it. Yeah. Out. Like, I, was like, beer well, out of here. I was like, well, beer for me too. Yeah. But as far as like, do we need guns? No. Right, right, right. But I'm not opposed to people having them. Yeah. Guns are guns just... Guns have ruined a lot. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, you see the damages that, that guns do, so it's like, man. But ultimately, like I'm not I'm not against guns, but it's definitely it's definitely a problem. Yeah. And and, and and those people that I really think they need to vet people more strictly. Oh my goodness. Because, you so know, they just more. out here just going to school and just like mad firearms. Yeah. So, so many. So it's just like it's it's a it's a slippery slope, man. And that's what makes me mad about people's insanity over the whole thing. Is like when they were trying to say, "Hey, how about longer waiting periods?" People's like, "Yeah," oh, no. I was like, "It's just a longer waiting period." It's Nobody chill. said you couldn't have them. Why you got it? Why you got to have right the gun now? now? 
Like what? So what? You got to wait a few extra days. Calm right. down. Exactly. Like I know in California, I think it's eleven days. Big freaking whoop. That's nothing. I, I waited for checks longer than that. Right. And I need them checks. Oh I, man, I'm still I waiting. On it. It's been checks. over a month. You talk about it. You need that. You yeah, gonna get evicted? Yeah, I don't need this firearm like that. I can wait a couple days. Why do y'all need the gun so bad? Like, what are you? What, That's what, what makes me think you up do? to no good. Right. If you needed that bad, I need it tonight. Yeah, like not. Nah. But what? Calm down. Man. That's that's what it is. I don't. I'm not anti. I'm anti people who are crazy about them. I'm like yeah. something's wrong with you. I just don't like people getting tough because mm. they got guns. I hate that attitude. Yeah. Like, oh, you ain't tough. Anybody can shoot. These Anybody. kids in here can yeah. blow my head off. <laughs> Tonight, you know what I'm saying? It don't make you tough. So I just hate that whole mentality with guns too. But I get it though. I've been to shooting ranges. I've been like it's out fun, the field. Man. I've been in backyards dumping. It's, it's, it's great. Fun. It's a great time. It's so fun. You know, I'm a fan of like action move. Guns are just dope. Yeah. But, you know, I, I recognize the, yeah. the hell they causing down here. So that's the answer, Keon. You know what I'm saying? If no, you're gonna, no, you're if you're gonna have the guns, super people, locked up. Yeah, super locked up. Teach the kids early. Let them know how dangerous they are. And you know what I'm saying. A lot, a lot of times, parents try to hide too much from their kids when they should just you know show them, explain it, keep it mad real, and they'll be good to go. Now, Mike Mars asks. Do you feel an inability to protect your children with all the available information about potential and actual violence today? I felt when I was a kid, my dad knew he could protect his family, but today I feel a sense of powerlessness as so much is going on that I can't stop. School shootings, etc. Um Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a different time, but it's also a little bit safer in regards to you can communicate with your kids right away. Like if they got a cell phone, you can hit them up. They can call you if they scared. Um, you know, if they need you, they can call you from the road. They could be running from bullies and call you mid-run. And you can go pick them up. You can find their location now. So in that sense, I feel like we can better protect the kids in that sense because we got more access to them. Um, like back in the day, when your kids went to school, you don't know what was going on until they got home. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You don't know. You didn't know what was happening. You know, everybody ain't no cell phone. It was just the school phone, the house <laughs> phone. If you wasn't at home, you don't know what's going nah. on. They trying to find you at work. You on break. You know, you get back to work, man. Your your son's school called. You got to yeah. call the school. It's like all these middle people you got to get through. Now you know what they're doing instantly. Now you know what they're doing instantly. They I mean, like, it is it is a sense of the school shootings are just at all just ridiculous. Right? How, how regular they become? Because I remember when Columbine hit when I was in high school, we was like, "What? What? What? Who? This it is was, unheard of." It was insane. Right. And then now you'd be like, oh, "It's like every one? week, every week, kid pulling up," and I'm like, "Man, though, they really got to have metal detectors out here." I know it's not a good look for your school, but right. I know these urban schools been doing the metal detector. It's time for every school in America to have a metal detector. Yeah. I mean, why not? So what? I mean, if you can afford it, put the metal detector in there, have them kids walk through. Like, I don't want to like. It's worth I it. understand why it was an issue as far as 
people didn't like them because they was like it feels like a prison, blah blah. But I felt like it was an issue because they only had them in urban schools. If they was just in every school, every school, I don't feel like now nah, I don't feel like you, you're taking a stab at us, right? You know what I mean? If it's just everywhere, then that's just what we have. Because if you want to keep it real, it's even it, it's worse than these other schools exactly. because they going in and shooting, shooting multiple people. Yeah. In the urban school, it'd just be like one enemy. Like, yeah. I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. They, they, had, they have a focused assault. Yeah. But now they're going in the whole class, Mrs. Baxter, and that assistant principal. Yeah. You know, they just be. So put put and then you never know. You never school. know why. Because it just be a boom. Yeah. Take themselves out. So you don't even know you why. You never get the answer why you did it. We got to speculate. We got to go in yeah. their drawer. Who was this kid? Yeah. And then, you know, we putting in our own answers. So it's like, put the metal detectors and they'll be all right. As a student, if I had to walk through it, I'm not tripping. I'm not. As long as I ain't got, ain't got to do high, no big yeah. production like yeah, the LAX. Like, like the TS, yeah. As long as you take your belt and shoes off. I ain't got to do all that. Pulling up. No, I don't care. I've never had a problem. Even like, I know that people like, as, as an adult, when you go to clubs and they, if they have a metal detector or a pat down, people be like, oh, I'll be like, I feel very safe. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Like I don't mind that at all. Pat everybody. You don't know what people are walking the, in the with. The worst thing we have, and we scrap it out. So what? Yeah, but scrap out is good. I everybody can live to yeah. tell about it. It's funny. Yeah, it's a good time. Yo, man, you got socked up. Yeah. He called me with the two piece, but then I came back with the scoop slam. Yeah, I don't care about the scoop. I was quick for the wrestle. If I couldn't get, because when I started get, lifting weights hard, I was yeah. like, "What's I was trying to dodge punches and get close." You got to, you get, you got to play to your strength. Uh, yeah, I was like, like I'm if I fought you, somebody that that was a golden glove, and I knew that, I'm coming in for yeah. the wrestle. I'm not gonna try to outbox you. No. I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna get peace. I'm gonna come in close, absorb some hits on the way yeah, in, and them. then scoop. <laughs> <laughs> if I see you got them here, I'm like, "Nah, this gonna be a, we tussle. You do. We tussle." That remind me of this movie, Out of Sight. When uh, George Clooney was in it and Don Cheadle was in it, he was an ex-boxer, and it, it was a scene where they had to fight. George Clooney was getting peace, but he had to go in for the close encounter. I was like, yes, that's what you have you to have do. You have to do that. And it's fine. I remember the scene in Black Panther when Claw got to the club when they were in Korea. They did the metal detector, and they didn't check them. And they, the metal detector was just going off, and they <laughs> just went in there heavily armed. And all, and all hell broke loose in the casino. So ain't nothing wrong with metal detector, man. Nah, I feel safe as hell. Throw it up in there. So to answer your question, um, do I feel do I feel like everything is more dangerous now? Um, I don't. I feel like there's more guns now available. So I definitely feel like the gun danger has been raised in America. But in terms of me feeling powerless, not really because I have more access to the kids because I yeah. can, I can hit them up via cell phone. I can find a location, like you know, if they get if they get scooped up, I might be able to find them on the location joint. Yeah, because I mean, it's, it, when you want to talk about powerless, technically we've always been powerless. Right. You can't watch your kids all day. No. That's been, been since the beginning of having mm-hmm. kids. You cannot watch them all day. So in a sense, you've always been powerless. You just gotta right. wait and hope for the best. Hope for the best. Even when even when you leave your kids with like your 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 parents, yeah, you you still out of the picture. Your exactly. parents could collapse. They could, you know, what I'm saying? they can wild out and just want to kill the kids. Yeah, you powerless in that sense, though. You just gotta hope for the best. You power. I mean, you, pretty much parenting. You powerless in a lot of things. If he if he that day when his lungs just I I had nothing. Right. What I'm gonna do? Yep. If the doctors don't give him get his air back up and cry, what can I, we really do? What do I got? At the end of the day, yeah, I was helpless as hell. All yeah. I could do was take him in there. 
Yeah, and he's just hopeful the best. Yeah, I was ho- I was helpless. That's that's he how look, he looking at me talking about help. I almost broke. Man, he looked at me and said help. I was like, okay, okay, do <laughs> that. Tough man. Well, my my youngest son, um, he had seizures before, man. You talk about helplessness when they just having a seizure. It's like, and I wasn't there for the for the for the seizure, but just knowing, like, man, you know, I was gone. It could have went sideways. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Helpless. So it's just you know you got to hope for the best. Yeah. And then shooting. That's a. Uh, Oh, we got an extra bit of news here. The murder rate is actually low, not as low as when Obama was in office, but lower than 1967 through 2008. There's there's more news coverage now. So the murder rate is going down since then. I seem like I feel like back in the day was mad creepy, man. Like serial killers was cracking. Oh uh, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It was like, you know, they ain't had choppers there out here. There is no c- serial killers anymore. I mean, I'm sure that they might be out here now working, like like currently. Yeah, <laughs> they shoving the body in the basement. Forty right years now. from now, he was like, "Remember the yeah. the Burbank Strangler?" Because you know they never find him right away. Yeah, and then, but yeah, man, like yeah. Now I was reading up, like I'll just venture off and like read up on serial killers. I'll go into a wormhole and just be like, I'll be obsessed with something for like a week. So I was looking up like serial killers and stuff like that because I was watching Lost Boys. And they said it was a serial killer in Santa Cruz. So I started looking him up, and then I was looking at this other serial killer that they made Mind Hunters for on Netflix. Mm. And I'm going in there. I'm just in the rabbit hole, and like, and now my current rabbit hole is Queen. Like, you know, I've just been watching mad stuff on Queen. Oh, because the movie Freddie Mercury. Yeah, I've just been like, yo, I'll be doing that though. When like, uh, like when the all the Avengers movies was coming out back to back. Yeah, that's when I was just going down the comic book because I wasn't a comic book. I liked X Men and that was right. pretty much it. Yeah, and then once all the movies start coming out, I was just I would find myself like ten pages in right on them comic Wikipedia pages or whatever, mm-hmm. and I was just going. Now I know everybody's powers and right. levels and backstories. Yeah, because I'm into the backstories. I love the backstory. That's, that's what, why that's I be mad. Anything. That's why I be mad when the movies change the character's backstory. Yeah. Because remember, you was like, man, I don't know why you be tripping, Tony. Because they be changing the story. Well, I, I didn't trip until the, the one X-Men, Days of Futures Past. Because oh. I didn't like what, how they changed people's powers and stuff. Oh, Days of Futures Past. Whose power did they change in that one? That's the one before the last one, right? Yeah, last one was Apocalypse. So they changed, what's her name's powers? Um, Rogue? No, no, no. Oh, uh, Kitty Pryde. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, what are you doing? Why, when did she get off? Could be, because in the comic book, they had her do something similar to that for Days of Future's Past. They had her like on the table, and they went through uh, went through a timeline thing back to the 60s. So that's that's why they did that for that movie, because mm-hmm. they tried to keep it the same as the comic book. I'd be like, some of these people, I understand powers manifest and stuff sometimes, but I'd be like. Yeah, yeah. And X Men, X Men, they'll do something good, and then they'll bomb on the next one. And so, like they did that because Days of Future's Past was cool, and then Apocalypse was worse. I was like, but Logan was outstanding, and then I love Logan. So the next one they'll probably fumble. As long as they give Storm just her rightful we'll shine, just get Storm man. some shine out here. And that's man. somebody I had to look up. I didn't know how dope Storm was. I had to look it up to dope. see how dope she is. Yeah, she's super dope. She dope. can change the. Mm-hmm. Stuff inside your body oh, and make yeah. you die. Like, yeah. They don't be showing none of that. <laughs> none of that. And they need to make these comics more gritty, like they are. These movies, they're gritty yeah. in the comic book. Yeah. 
These They'll movies, I understand it's for the kids, but the comic books be gritty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like some some heroes work in a in the PG thirteen sense. Like yeah. you can get away with it with Captain America and stuff like that. Yeah. But X Men always been edgy. Daredevil always been edgy. Yeah. Keep it that way. All right, let me get out of here. Yeah, man. These kids, kids getting wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know it's time to tap out. You be like, all right, all right, all right. They all over the place. <laughs> they get my on the case. Yeah, they get anyway, that's another episode of Daddy Issues, man. Um, thanks for tuning in. If you got any questions for us, ask us on the YouTube page in the comments section, and we'll tackle them on the show. Yeah. And uh, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, share with your friends and family. Tell them to pull up and listen. Yeah, share them. Yeah, and, uh, that's just, that's still the number one way to spread news, man. Yeah, word man. of mouth, guys. Word of you mouth is it. always a winner. Share so. it. So yeah, man, we appreciate you guys. And uh, until next time, uh, oh, oh, you can find me uh, Tony Baker Comedy on everything. Please go to my website and subscribe to my website, Tony Baker Comedy. And I'm at Keon Poli, K E O N P O L E E. All right, y'all. That's it. And as usual, we out here.